0: All right, the record button has been pressed. Oh, this is a this is a pod I've been waiting for. After last week's star studded event of Carzo and Colin, we got the slamming Sammy's, no other, Sam Anderson, and we got dip <laughs> Cormac Garvey. How are we doing, gentlemen? Let's go. Unbelievable. Happy to be here. Great to be back. Happy to be here. Um so Sam, how do we feel about Aaron Judge right now? Are we fired oh, up. Yeah. Feel like we just watched history, you know, that's
1: a clean man up there batting with no juice, taking it deep in every park. 62. What up, Aaron Judge? That was history. Too bad I was on the phone with my girlfriend and I couldn't really enjoy it to its fullest extent because she was upset.
0: So, yeah, oh. we'll talk about that later. Um, did we see the video of the home run? Yeah, I had it on the TV. Did I just came, you see the guy jump over, <laughs> dude. That's what I brought up last time. A guy fell a little. I'm. Watch, I watched a guy jumped out of the stands and probably dropped around ten feet. So he should be fine. But um, I no mean, ball. that's got to be so worth it, though. To uh, I would break both of my legs to catch that ball. Imagine me and the guy who dropped sixty-one. Well, the guy who fell, the guy who fell, like was like ten yards away from the ball. Yeah, like that guy just knew. Like that guy probably broke. He needed some money. Spin it. zone. Maybe he thought I was going to bounce down like sixty-one,
1: and he was going to get something on the ground. That that's some genius thinking right there.
2: But Uh, I think the the most valuable ball is like the whatever last home run he hits. So like you could catch sixty one and be like, holy shit, I caught sixty one. And then the next game he hits sixty two, and your sixty one ball is worth a quarter of what it was. It's like the Brady last touchdown
0: pass. Um, a lot to talk about today. Yeah, we do. Tons. All right. So I love. I actually don't love Aaron Judge. Um. I'm happy to talk about that another time, but we are here for fantasy football now, Sam, I'm just going to give you the floor. Is there anything you want to mention? You said you had a lot to get off your chest. We want to start with fantasy. You want to get the stuff off your chest first? Nah, let's start with fantasy. Let's keep the structure of the pod going and I'll address it in some three
1: point stance and some other things.
0: Perfect. Um, and I think what we'll do with this is that me and Farrelly are in sober October. He smoked today, so I think I'll smoke midway through this podcast, which probably makes <laughs> me um, because, you know, I'm sad. I'm girlfriendless, it's okay, though. Um, let's get to the pod. Um, now, the first thing, so let's look over last week's score. So last week, started to get some separation in the standings, um, but still a big cluster. So we'll go – we'll start with take a shot versus Nucci in the huddle almost winning the lollies take a shot with 152 nucci in the huddle with 115 um miles Sanders nosnacker come up big for take a shot how do we feel about Ryan being undefeated I don't like it yeah it's a little fishy um now one thing I will say Ryan tried to make fun of me last week for tr- declining a trade for Matt Stafford um that I, that, that like Matt Stafford stinks. What um, he did last night. Did he put up negative points. Yeah, and Jared Goff at 35. I know my team still lost. I'll get to my team in a little bit. But um, yeah, no, so take a shot as a good team. Um, I think he's someone to watch out for. Um I mean, I, I think Charter living with Liam. We talked about this in the first pod. Living with Liam, I think automatically boosts him up to wins. Um so I think that's a big thing. Cormac, anything you want to add about Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I
2: think the same thing. Um I think Ryan's gotten much better and much more responsible. Uh, I think it's a combination of a few things. You know, everyone grows up, gets a little more responsible. Girlfriend is a little more serious. So, you know, a little more responsibility there And living with Liam, but I think Charter's team blew its load too early. I think they're, I think they're not as good as his record shows. Um, I, agree. I, I I love Austin Eckler, but he had three touchdowns. He hasn't had a touchdown all year. Yeah, um, so he one had three this game. Um, he was very good last year, but last year he had like twenty-two touchdowns or something. And I think um, worth mentioning. So I think he's going to have his a big touchdown regression. Eckler still be a good running back, but not enough where he's going to be able to to yeah bring charter to wins and close matchups.
1: And that's not you know I follow the math. I'm a data guy. You know, some might say, and if you look at Charter, he's ranked seventh in points scored. Yeah. and he hasn't faced a whole bunch of points. He's faced like 360 points. When you look at, you know, some other guys are facing mid five hundred. so he's had a little bit of a cakewalk. I didn't help him out two weeks ago, so yeah, I think his team's a fluke. He's going to have some early success, typical Charter, early success, and fall straight on his face.
0: Um, and the one thing I was about to say, I think it's worth mentioning, so I think in the since I've joined the league, I think the person who was in first place midway through the season has never won the championship. Um, I remember last year Dylan had an absolute unit of a team. Sam wins the league last year. He starts 0-2. Um, Sam ends up winning. Dylan was, I think, 7-1, two, one or two, three injuries. Dylan, I don't even think Dylan made the playoffs. year before, um, Downs wins it. Downs didn't start off too great. Cormac was a unit to start the season. I think in fantasy, it's a it's almost a good sign if you're just right, if you're mediocre right now you just want to be, get into the playoffs in fantasy the playoffs exactly then we go to Nucci in the huddle not a lot to talk about I mean if Josh Allen doesn't put up 30 points for him a little bit of trouble um but I will say Nucci in the huddle his his big problem is Zeke Elliott I don't yeah. I, would, I wouldn't I would touch that guy with a hundred foot pole um anything you guys want to mention about him or should we just go on
1: I think um, you know something about Nucci's team which I've, I've been thinking about you know this might not come off the right way because it's hard to you know Figure out, but what his team would look like if he took like a Saquon Barkley, or and then like a Stephon Diggs, and then Josh Allen in the third round. I think I'm Team Chris Ryan. Like, definitely don't take a quarterback in the first round, no matter how many points he scores,
0: because all those guys have scored just as many points as him are fucking. They were six, seventh round picks, and that's my point. It's not like Jack, Josh Allen's the number one fantasy quarterback right now either. It's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was picked in the seventh round. Still can't believe I picked Dalton Schultz over him. That's a story for a different day or last week's pod. But um, anything else, Cormac? We'll keep moving. Yeah. Um, it was going to be like I was going to mention one of my three point stances, but I got a few. Wait, um, let's wait. For with,
2: that. well, I can just stub it out. But like while we're talking about the Josh Allen thing, it's, I think Josh Allen's a fantastic quarterback. But you can't, in fantasy, to be good. I mean, maybe neutral prove us all wrong this year. But in fantasy, to have a good team, you can't take a quarterback early when. Like even if you want to, like I think he could have got Josh Allen in the third round very easily. Yeah, and then yeah. he's not using his third overall pick on. Him. Like he could have got the like number one wide receiver, could have got like Cooper Cup, who
0: this is this is a uh, th- who
2: had like twenty points last night without even having a touchdown.
0: And is, then I was going to say this is music to my ears. Uh, uh, I didn't get a lot of support in the group chat that day, but thank you guys for coming on. Um, let's go a little well, bit. The, the, the,
2: the times that you were talking about drafting Josh Allen early, like I was, you know, I'm I'm with you for it, but it was like after he put up like back to back 40 points games. So it was like kind of tough to, uh, <laughs> it wasn't a hill I was willing to die on there, but I 100% agree. You can't take a quarterback
0: that early. Um, so let's, let's move along because I want to make sure we got like 30 minutes to shoot the shit. Um, so I think this game we really don't even need to talk about. The G spot at 0 and 4 loses to the Beastcocks. Uh, I think two fraudulent teams. I, well, hey, Matt had
1: a good little comeback there late with Debo. He's got a tough team, but I don't put that against Matt. I think picking
0: last, that just sucks. Yeah. No matter which way you slice it. Um, and I think, uh, I think the inactivity of Matt is finally catching up to him. Doesn't listen to the pod. I don't even know if he checks the group Me definitely checks fantasy. Um, but, it's, you know, when you're not engaged, um, it's hard to win. It's hard to win when you're engaged. The beat- we're, all, we're all getting older, so I'll stick up for the G-spot. Yeah, and then uh, then with the Beast I think lucky one. I mean, we'll see what happens next week. Mike Evans is a unit, twenty six points, but um, Beast I mean, that fucking sucks. Yeah. No, well, anything
2: um, else? It's good to see. Good to see the Beast Cox get back in the win column. For them to be a good team, they need Derrick Henry to do what Derrick Henry did last week. Exactly. Great point. He's got to. He's got to be their workhorse.
0: Um, let get to the last game. Not involved in this podcast. Daytona Haas Daddies gets their first win against the PD Pablos. Um, the PD Pablos look like they were the best team week one. Jonathan Taylor has not been great. Um, Jalen Hurts he's going to put up num- didn't put up great numbers this week. Uh, but the big news was Daytona Haas Daddies uh, winning their first game. Um, I would say I'm a little worried for the Daytona Haas Daddies. Um, I think I think Dylan got too excited too early about just everything in general. Let's remember not to use his last name. The Florida Gators. The Miami Dolphins, his fantasy team. Um, it's just it's I don't I don't feel good about him. What are your thoughts on those two teams, guys? You know, I got a two
1: and two, so you can't talk too much shit about him because I'm two and two, but anyone that's one and three, I don't think they deserve a lot of time in this podcast.
0: Oh, yep. we're gonna get to my team in a second, too. Um, Cormac, anything?
2: I
1: agree with that statement though. Um, no, nothing really to add. I kind of you guys kinda hit the nail on the head there. Awesome. Not to not to pause the momentum here, but uh, did you make it three and a half days through sober October? Because you're rolling up a joint right here on the video. The listeners yeah.
0: I said, Ferrelli. Well, since I'll be in Texas, which we'll get into in a minute, or in a little bit. So I'll be in Texas. I'm not going to smoke pot when I'm there. So my goal is after I leave Texas, I'll be like five days without smoking pot. And I'll be like, okay, like I don't need really to go home and smoke weed. Um, but yeah. I love that thought process. All right. I did also buy melatonin tonight. So I mean, I'll blame Ferrelli, dude. I'm blaming Ferrelli. Um, all right, so let's get to the people on this pod. Um, so this pod today went two and one. I was the sole loser. So let's go to me first. Why not? I got beat by the Deaches Peaches, one forty six to one sixteen. Um, and one thing that is interesting about my team is I have given up the fourth most, or yeah, fifth fourth most points. It's a bit of a problem, so I'm struggling. Um, and the big news for me was that uh, Javante Williams out for the season. To put it bluntly, my first two picks have sucked. Um, Dalvin Cook is is averaging 10 points a game, and Javante Williams out for the season. I think I'm fucked. Um, we'll see if I can turn it around, but I don't even feel like talking about my team. Deachers Peaches, though, kind of a unit as someone who played them. Um, going up against Mahomes, uh, Justin Jefferson, and Travis Kelsey all together is kind of terrifying. All of them could put up 30. Um, Deachers Peaches looking pretty good now in the 2-2 two and two aisle. Any thoughts?
1: Yeah, Peaches look good. This is a good team. He's always had a good team, knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah,
2: Cormac? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's always a risk when you take a quarterback and a tight end early. Like, I think he went Kelsey in the second round and then Mahomes in either the third or the fourth round. Yeah. So that's always, like, a big risk. But if you have to take that risk, like, that's a pretty good team to have one of those stacks for. So, um, yeah, Chris, I don't something. know, man. Uh, it, you know, tough – Tough breaks for you right now. Yeah, I
0: I mean, my – I mean, for it started all when I took Dalton Schultz over uh, Lamar, and, I mean, the killer for my team is that, one, I bet on the Broncos. Williams is out. Judy's been okay. Um, I also bet on the Colts. Pittman is – the Colts just stink. Um, I I I think I got a little bit too analytical this year, picking some guys. I didn't really pick any superstars, and my team sucks, other than Dalvin Cook. He's the only superstar, so – Chris, I have very similar thoughts about those, some of the
2: players you took before the season. Like, you, all, like I wanted to have a piece of the Broncos' offense, and I thought Michael Pittman was going to be very good this year. So those are, like, two players that, like, you know, you don't want to miss out on where you could have had them in the fifth, sixth, fourth, fifth round and end up being, like, you know, top ten receivers, which I thought they would they were going to be able to do. So.
0: Exactly. Um, all right, let's get to Learner's football team. Um, winning 119 to 114. Lamar Jackson has his first mediocre day of the year, and yet the Learners football team still gets over it. And no Alvin Kamara in the lineup for the Learners football team. Um, he took the zero, still put up 119. Pretty dominant win um, to win that game without Lamar going off and zero from Kamara. Cormac, would you care to uh, comment? Yeah, uh, I was at a wedding
2: um, over the weekend, completely right, right. forgot about the the London games. Um, Kamara was, like, questionable all week, but they said he was going to play. And I was thinking at worst, he'd be, like, limited. Um, but still would have been a better option than the majority of the guys on my bench. So, didn't really think anything of it. Woke up Sunday, realized that the uh, London games were on, and it was, like, halfway through the first quarter, and Alvin Kamara was out. So, hey, I was kind of like
1: where you can like set for the London games. Like if this person doesn't play at nine thirty in the morning, put this person in last second.
2: Yeah. I think that's something we'd have to take up with IBM Watson, but, um, we'll yeah, it. I don't know. I don't, I don't, that one was on me. I got lucky where, uh, Stafford didn't play well last night and the 49ers defense balled out. And like, I was losing in like the third quarter of that game. They had a, they had a pick six and recovered a fumble at the end of the game. Um, and got me 23 points, so I ended up uh, holding on to beat Kevin. But uh, I—that's w- more of a lucky game for me than a uh, true domination. So
0: there we go. Um, and finally, um, I mean, we don't need to mention much about Kevin's team, looking dominant, three and one. ran to a buzz saw happens. Now we'll get to the lollies winner, gigs The cake stand, Sam. Shout out, Matt Gay. Um, one fifty three to one nineteen against Dirty Mike's Meat Locker. Just a dominant performance. TJ Hawkerson with thirty five point nine. Sam, how do we feel about our team after this week? Yeah, it's an emotional roller coaster, but um, yeah, I feel
1: good. Matt Gay coming in clutch. Cumming coming in clutch as always. Uh, but I, I like my squad. I'm kind of turning around on them. Um, I got some you know three point stances on the old fantasy league, but feel feel strong. Probably some pieces I want to move. Maybe mm-hmm. look to make a trade, but. Um, yeah, good, good week. Love to beat, love to beat dirty Mike. That's awesome. Cormac, what do we think about Sam's team right now? Two and two. Uh, I think
2: Sam's team's kind of a wagon. Um, two and two doesn't really do the team justice, but when you can have, uh, Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs, I think what those, were those your first two picks or your second, third pick? Uh, no, they're one, two. Yeah, sure. well, when you can have your top two picks combined for less than 20 points and you still win the lollies, that's uh, not too bad. I mean, you can't expect Hawkinson to get 35 points every game, but um, I think uh, if you can can win the lollies with 8 and 10 from Diggs and Chase, you don't have
0: too much to worry about. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Pretty good time in there. So if we look at the standings right now, we got one lone 4-0 team, and that is um, – actually, we got two 4-0 teams. Cormac, you're 4-0, correct? I am. My phone's down right now. Sorry. Um, here's the qu- first question. Will both 4-0 teams make the playoffs? So, will Cormac and Charter make the playoffs? Cormac's going to make the playoffs. I think Cormac always does. Charter,
1: zilch. Zero chance. Not buying that team. Cormac, care to comment? Um I mean I
2: you always got to bend yourself I think I'll I think I'll make it. Um I got a pretty good track record in the league so unless I have some devastating injuries I think I should be okay. Um And then I don't know. I don't know about Charter's team. I think he might be a cusp team. I think he's going to lose a couple within the next few weeks so I, I we'll see.
0: And and what's interesting is I'm th- thinking this myself. I'm one and three right now. I think the hot take, I'm not. it's not three-point stance. <sighs> if any team has more than four losses, they are out. So the G-spot needs to win out. Um, so, yeah, if we look ahead to next week, I would say the game of the week is me versus Dylan. Um, loser leaves town game. Loser will be one and four. Uh, winner will be two and three. Two and three is a much better place to be in. Um, and then the other game I think that's worth noting this week is that um, we have Deitch's peaches versus take a shot. And the reason I want to look at that or just mention it is I think that will be take a shot's first loss. Any comments? I
1: agree. I think Deitch is going to move some stuff around and we're not going to see Eckler with three touchdowns again. No. Cormac?
2: Yeah. Um, I. The only thing is like Miles Sanders has been so shitty for fantasy for the past couple of years and he's a good player and he's finally like they're finally giving him the ball. Um and the Eagles look pretty good. So, I don't know. I think if, you know, Miles Sanders keeps being involved the way he's been involved, Charter's going to have a decent chance at at making the playoffs. But I do uh, –
0: I, I agree with you on
2: – I think he loses to the Peaches this week.
0: A little lag right now. All right. So, I think we're – are we all set with fantasy? Should we get to the good stuff? Yeah. Do it. Um, so, thanks for listening about the fantasy, everyone. So we'll just get into the three-point stances. Um, and since you guys are the guests, I will let you take the wheel. So what is your first hot take? Sam. Yeah, I'm going to start off with a little word called an audacity. I think
1: the audacity of the, some of the people in this friend group to think that if me and Mitch were to be in a locked cage, that anyone but myself would come out of that locked cage with, the, with his head on a stick. So you know, that's the first thing I want to say from last week's pod. That's bullshit. You know, his nickname's Dumpy. I'm not losing to a cage fight to a guy named Dumpy. <laughs> Pelletier. Yeah, I'm
0: coming for you. That's my first hot take. Um, and I will say, adding on to that, I think I was the member of the group um of the last week's pod who took you. Um, so my boy. Um, and arms matter. Arms matter in a fight. Um, so that's my my point. Cormac, take us away. Um,
2: yeah, just a quick comment on the uh, on the little fight. Uh i mean mitch and sam both of you guys are my boys uh i think if weapons are involved i think mitch wins um but i also think mitch wins with weapons if sam doesn't know weapons are involved like mitch sneakily bringing a little knife in there and then like takes a couple hits from sam and then stabs him in the neck like a little gladiator
1: thing where he gets stabbed before he's supposed to go out and fight yeah
0: yeah yeah one of those things um so you're saying if it's an unfair fight mitch wins Yes. Okay. So, um,
2: but, uh, one of my, my, uh, my hot stand my stance, I think the better the Dolphins are, the worse Stumpy's gonna be. I think he's signed a deal with the devil where, like, there's no one who talks more shit based on football than Stumpy. And I think in order,
0: if the Dolphins are good, his team is going to be bad,
2: and I think that's kind of what we're seeing this year.
0: So fantasy, oh, that's a good point. And I don't think that my the Dolphins and the Gators can be good at the same time. Like that's physically impossible. There's too much good going on
2: in Dylan's life right now.
1: Shout out to Nucci with the ten banger today, though. That was hilarious on the birthdays.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I don't. I mean, I I was I did not I I liked it. Um, part of the ten banger always feels good to be. Um, always feels good to have a ten banger. Um, my first take, we're gonna go to the friend group for that. And my hot take, and I don't know if this is a hot take, but I want Liam in the league. I don't know how I want him in the league. I don't know if it's a dual owner. I don't know if he takes someone's spot, maybe his um, his roommate spot. Um, but I think if we had Liam in the league, I mean, just my since he's been in the Twitter group. The Twitter group, I don't even know. If, are you guys both in the Twitter group?
1: I, uh, I got kicked out, I think.
0: Uh, I deleted my oh, real Twitter example. But um, Liam has posted maybe three times a day in the Twitter group, and I just think he looks at his phone a lot. And I I think we would just get some funky waiver action. We'd get some great chatter. Um, yeah, at, we,
1: I think no one's going to step down from the league. The league's awesome. I think if you watch Thursday Night Football, that dude had a pretty good point last night where it's just like winner can pick someone to kick out of the league. And then – so there's 13 teams in the league. One person just sits yeah. out of you.
0: Yeah, no, that's um, – Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've heard of those leagues. I like those. Sorry. I think that would be – I think that would awesome. be
2: interesting, and it would definitely be a way to keep everyone involved. I, I, I think we do a pretty good job of it where we have, like, you know, the most points each week when something – or. We've been trying to do a last place punishment for a while, but if we had a, you know, who, and it wouldn't even be whoever finishes last it's, you know, the winner gets to pick. So it's more or less like
1: whoever's the least active.
2: would probably get.
1: Or it's just like, you know, someone pissed someone off the week he gets to choose. And it's just like, you know, there's just, you take someone who's really good. Like you don't want to kick out Kevin Downs, but you, if you want to win, you might have to. I agree. Kevin Downs out in my hot
2: seat, though. Yeah, But uh, real quick off of that, I think it's tough to – I'd love to have Liam in the league, but it's tough to just to be like, all right, Liam's in when we have like Caleb and Mitch and Smokes and like a bunch of other guys in our group chat that are also very active and also like fantasy football. You know
0: what I mean? Right. Yeah. I agree. All right, Cormac, give us – hit us.
2: Um. This is like kind of like a good one, like a happy one. I think within the next three years, if Colin still coaches football, he is going to be at a power five school Oof.
1: under Kai or away from Kai. I hope I, Long pause.
2: I hope for, Long pause. for Colin's sake away for sake of the group chat under
0: Kai. There you go. Um, it's a great take. Um, All right my take are you just skipping me and wasn't i supposed to go first (laughs) oh no i thought your take was that we had to add some yeah go for it my bad
1: no no sorry my my second take um is the two flex position Mm -hmm. the only people that are left in the league are fucking backup quarterbacks and tight ends it's just like fishing on the waiver wire is no fun anymore there's nothing down there
0: so i don't know he did lose a bench though so he lost two benches and gained a flex so there should be more players but it it's like people don't want quarterback. I tried to do, trade for a quarterback last week, and there's only like two teams with two quarterbacks.
1: I know. I don't think a lot. Of, maybe that's a rule that we do, where it's just like you gotta have a quarterback in your bench. I don't know, but that's just my hot take. I find it pretty. You know, I don't want to play Robbie Anderson. Like, I don't want to have to do that. He sucks. <laughs> and I don't have anyone else? It's my
0: cousin though, so I have to. <laughs> The resemblance, boys. So it's, it's my turn now, right? Correct. Yes. Um. All right. all right. Sam walks off in the distance. Um. My hot take, and this one. No, he's got food. <laughs> Sam's food has arrived. By the way, um, not like I'm stalling for a hot take. I just had one in my head, but fucking forgot it. What's what. Um. All right, so my my hot take is pretty simple. We're gonna go with food. Um, fuck it. I think Pop Tarts are overrated. They kind of suck. They're not that good when you heat them up. Um, they kind of suck. They just taste fake. So that's my hot take. Pop Tarts suck. <laughs> um,
2: I feel like I'm not gonna. Like, have one of those. Dispute you on that because I don't like. Came I, up. I can't. I'm not gonna lie and say I haven't had a Pop Tart within the last like two years because like. Every now and then, like especially when I was working construction, I'd be like waking up like with three minutes to spare to get to work on time, and I'd have to stop at the gas station to get dip a bang and like all right, I need breakfast. Looks like I'm having a pop tart. Um, but yeah, they're not that good.
1: Yeah, I mean I haven't had one. I can tell you the last time I had a pop tart, but good memories putting the uh, cinnamon one in the toaster and crushing it before school.
0: Right, Cormac. Sam's away.
2: Um... I kind of, like,
0: used the, the
2: Nucci one already, but I had, like, another one I was thinking of. More or less because I'm watching uh, a documentary on Tua. But I think um the combination of Charter's gambling analysis and quarter, quarterback prospects ratings are absolutely terrible.
0: Um... He mushed what were the two games that he mushed this weekend? The under, he said live bet the under in the Minnesota New Orleans game when it was sixteen to seven. And they scored twenty like thirty unanswered points. Yeah, and
2: he like quadrupled down on it. Yeah. And then the uh the Bills were down like fourteen to the Ravens in like the first quarter, and he said this game's over, and then the Bills won. Yes. But then he also said that – I'm pretty sure he said that Daniel Jones was going to be the best quarterback from that draft class. Yeah, I've been some great takes. And then I forget what his uh, take on Tua was, whether he thought Tua – he, he thought Tua was going to be really bad, right? Or am I wrong?
1: I think he just said he was like fragile or some shit.
2: <laughs> well, I guess maybe that one did hit. Maybe I have to – maybe my three-point stance is Charter's good at these takes because <laughs> – Two has a, it's gonna be on wheelchair.
0: Sounds like he's still like one for seven. Yeah. Not, not an awful batting average. All right, Sam, you got the lot, and then me, and then we'll move on some other topics. Yeah. My last hot take
1: is, you know, honestly, ours, me. I haven't been too truthful, and I did not get quasi done this year. So I'm putting myself on the hot seat. Don't have a good answer, don't have a good reason um just some you know just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes but what does that mean i'm gonna make it up to everyone somehow some way it's gonna be better than ever the next time we do it how about that that's a promise is is this a uh like press release no quasi on october 4th it seems a little late for a press release but um
2: i I guess i was just more hopeful than anything i kind of should have. Well, the writing in the sand that the, I don't know if that's the right analogy, but yeah, October 4th, we haven't had quasi yet. Probably not going to happen, but uh, I was hopeful. But listen,
1: doesn't mean we can't, you know, do something else in November or December, you know, make something else work. Obviously the amusement park will be closed, but long summer, big problems at the park. Wasn't really uh, the time to say, yo, 20 of us want to come do Molly and mushrooms and, you know, do the water slides naked. So but um, we well I', I we'll uh, be back.
2: I graduate November 4th if we want to make an excuse for everyone to come up to uh, have a weekend in Boston.
0: See, now, now we're percolating. Um, well, we're on the so if, number one, did you ever think quasi was going to happen? Yeah. I did. When so I guess where the real question comes in, because if you're going to be on the pod, it's got to get asked. Were you hoping people just weren't going to ask about it in the group chat after people just kept on asking about it?
1: <laughs> no, I, I think for I think
0: uh, I told her like ten on it, so it messages. Uh,
1: well, it was a little bit of a bit for a while. It's kind of like letting it run. I would see it and I would want to say something. But like Kevin Downs reached out to me and I like I told him like what the deal was. A couple other people, um, but ultimately there's new ride and there's like a big problem. But I think in June I realized like fuck, this is not happening in July, and I definitely can't do it on the long weekend in August. So it's just like we're kind of like running out of time here. And so then I just kind of shut my mouth. Uh,
0: well, I'm so I respect it.
1: But, you know, I don't remember who it was. But someone said, you know, associated me having a girlfriend with not seeing the boys. Listen, that was what, eight, nine years in a row where I put that on. Come on. I'm all for the boys. I'm, t- I'm number one on the team for the boys.
0: <sighs> team boys. Yeah. Um, my final hot take is going to be simple. Um, I think Pete Metavelis is in the championship game. Wow. Fantasy-wise, keep it simple. Um, I feel like he's bought in this year, so I agree. Very bought in. I, agree, he also, I don't really know what he's ever up to because he's not as much in the group me as he used to be. So um, if you, I don't know if he's a bit more busy. And I think when you're more busy, you look at your fantasy team more. I think now he's got a
1: job. And so – when you have a job, you waste a lot of time on your job looking at fantasy.
0: I agree. So any, any other hot takes or should we get to the – got eight minutes left, so we got to make the most of it. I think I'm good on hot takes. You guys have a yep. frisky business we can do quickly? What would you say? Frisky business. I don't know if you guys prepped it or not. If you didn't, we can just skip it. Can you it. explain to the listeners what frisky business is? It's the they one where someone's acting suspicious and you got to call them out. It was kind of originally made for Deech in the first week, um, and then I, I it kind of lost steam. It might not have been a great segment. It might just be time to drop it. And it was a and it was also because Cormac had become a cop and he, he was going to frisk people for acting suspicious. <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't have anyone. I don't think you don't have anyone. Um, we also need a. Police academy update. Um, we're at the range this week,
2: so we're like shooting guns and stuff. It's actually a blast. Anyway. First time I've ever shot a hand. The only- I've shot like rifle a few times, like a few times with uh, Beard when we were up at school. Um, but I like my shooting was actually like very very minimal, and I'm um, sneaky like a pretty good shot. All right, so if you like, were to take- humble humble brag, I'm like we like to break up into a bunch of different groups to go to the range because they can't have all a hundred of us there at once. So there's only 22 of us, but I'm like top two shots right now. not a big deal. All
0: right. If you, if, if it wasn't Cormac or um, Liam shooting a gun, who would you trust most to sh- um, snipe someone from or Mitch or Mitch? Um, yeah, the Most. Yeah. To snipe someone from a hundred yards in our friend group. One person. Gee. Pete, Pete just seems like, you know, Louisiana boy, he's playing with guns down there.
1: Cormac.
2: Uh, Sam, have you ever gone like skeet shooting? I feel like that's a Okay, I was going to say uh I feel like Connecticut is like a very big skeet shooting. All right. It's like uh, kind of like a kind of skeet shooting is like a long money type of thing. <laughs> big yeah, in Connecticut. Put on your put on your bean boots, you know, some nice khakis a flannel and a Patagonia vest and, and go skeet shooting. That's got Connecticut written all over it. I'll take Sam.
0: Nice. Um, all right. Continue with the, we're going to end with the police. Would you rather? Well, I got, a, I got
1: a question for Cormac Cormac. It's kind of like, you know, a fuck Mary kill, but, uh, for your three weapons, you got a taser, you've got pepper spring. You got a gun. Someone in our group, you got to fuck someone up with a taser. You got to you know, bang them down with some mace or you got to shoot them right in the fucking chest. You got to pick three guys. Oh
2: man, that's a good one. Um, so we don't carry tasers. Um, okay. Well, hypothetical. Just imagine you <laughs> a taser. Okay. Um, so my dad used to have this little handheld taser. It, it only runs on like nine volts, so it's like a quarter of what a real taser is. But my brother and I used to tase each other with it, and it was ac- pretty hysterical. Um,
0: yeah, who would you tase? Mm. <laughs> so I know what a taser does. Um, I think. Let's see. I know who I'm doing. I'm tasing Mitch because Mitch kind of looks like he needs get fucking tased. I wouldn't want to shoot him either. That would uh,
2: I'm gonna. I'm. I think I'm tasing Charter because I think he
1: would have the best reaction for being tased. Sam, who do you go? I'm fucking tasing Zoe. He's so sensitive. You ever slap him on the back, he like freaks out. Imagine him getting tased. Oh my god, it'd be hilarious. I'm
0: pepper spraying, Nooch. <laughs> no, I'm,
1: I, I'm,
2: pep- I'm pepper spraying. I will. I will say, pepper spray was the worst experience of my life. That was fucking terrible. Have you been it's, shot? I think I've never been shot, but I think I would legitimately rather be shot in a non-life-threatening area of my body than be pepper sprayed again because be- pepper sprayed was terrible.
1: Okay. So then I'm gonna pepper spray Charter and I'm gonna shoot Deech because I think Deech can recover from a gunshot.
2: I think I would shoot Colin because I think Colin could definitely Colin could take a pinch. Remember, that, remember in the town where uh, they're driving away, it, he they're like caught at Fenway and in the, the, in the ambulance. The, the big guy gets in the ambulance and he he goes and he's gonna drive out and he's like, you know, I can take a pinch. And he drives out and gets shot like nine times. I think Colin could take a couple.
0: Yeah. I was going to say you, cause you're cop and you're tough and you could just stand up after and be like, no big deal. Nice. All right. Most likely person in our friend group to get pulled over.
1: I don't have a car, so I don't even drive. Torino I don't know. I don't have the Snapchat anymore. Is he still on that? Like go out and drink and drive <laughs> stint, or is that kind of gone away?
0: I hope it's gone away. Um, I was gonna say Colin because I feel like he's in a rush when he drives, and because he probably drives like a like a not a good driver. I w- I would probably Actually, I take
1: the I I'd say Cormac. Doesn't Cormac get pulled over like every three weeks?
2: <laughs> I was just about to say I haven't been pulled over in a while, but like when we were up at school, I legitimately got pulled over to and from Slough every single time.
1: Yeah, I'm, I don't see that changing. Even though he's a cop, I'm probably say it getting worse.
0: Who would make the best cop out of our friends other than Cormac? Colin Scott. Um, good answer. I think
2: I would, if I had to pick my partner for, mm, I'd love to ride with Charter or Mitch. I think they would be fantastic to ride with. Uh, but I think Caleb would probably. You'd end probably. up taking your gun and shooting yourself
0: in the head. <laughs> Caleb's a good pick. I think Caleb would be the best. Yeah, I was going to go Jarrett. I was going to say Jarrett, too. You get some muscle. Shove around. He wouldn't take no for an answer. Yeah. Jarrett would, Jared
2: would definitely get a couple IA complaints against him. Excessive force. To
0: the female arrestees. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we got a minute and 30. Anything we want to add? Any parting words? No, I think this year has gone very, very
1: well. I think lot's going on in the Fantasy League. Love to see it. We mixed it up a bit. Um, yeah, I just think I had to address a couple things today. Kwasi and Pelletier and me in a cage fight. You know, I, I got to say what I needed to say and sleep well. But, uh, yeah, Gardner, shoot me a text if you're listening to this. <laughs>
0: Biden just tweeted congrats at judge on the home run 62 history made more history to more history to make. Um,
2: yeah, real quick. uh, Uh I forget who said the thing about dip. Um, I'm definitely not going to stop dipping. Um, maybe I'll stop. I'll do less when I'm like 30, which sneaky is not that far away. Um, but, uh, overall, like outlook on fantasy, like, I don't know. I think this, this league's on the up and up. Every year, it seems like we've been making imp- improvements. Let's go, doing let's go. things better. I'd love hey, to uh, you, eventually, have, like, I, I know it's difficult to do, but I'd love to get like an in-person draft some, some within the next few years in the future. No,
1: Obviously, I think we have to. That's I moment. think I echo, echo Cormac. Maybe it's causation or correlation. I'm going to stick with causation to the new commish for the up and up, the league improving every year.